Pearl Church exists to express a sacred story and to extend a common table that animate life by love. A primary expression of our sacred story is the weekly sermon. If our sermons inspire you to ponder the sacred, to consider the mystery and love of God, and to live bountifully, would you consider supporting our work? You can donate easily and securely at our website, pearlchurch.org, or follow the link in the podcast notes. Thank you for partnering with us in expressing this sacred story. Thanks, Marianne. And will you pray with me? God, thank you for this fall that is upon us. Thank you for the summer and the play and the rest that we've been able to engage in and to have. And as we begin to cultivate new rhythms and start to get into schedules, I pray and ask that this community would be a gift, a grace, a light, a goodness in our busy lives. I pray and ask these things in Christ's name. Amen. Welcome to our fall launch. Uh, It is an annual tradition at Pearl, the Sunday after Labor Day weekend, uh, for us to take some time to share with you our hopes and dreams for the year ahead. And so if you're new with us, this service is very different from a normal church service, uh, but it's actually a great time for you to be here because you'll meet all of our leaders and you'll hear about everything that we are planning uh, for the year ahead. As we take this time to share and you get a sense of our leaders and ministries, we hope that you feel belonging to be exactly who you are here at Pearl. It is our hope that you feel warm welcome, like that there's space here for you to be a part of things. And we hope that you feel opportunity to connect and to grow and to participate over the coming months. Uh, I'm going to begin by sharing about some of our pastoral offerings and then we'll get into some of our other offerings into which we'll invite you to participate. Uh, But regarding our pastoral offerings, we have liturgy. Liturgy includes our order of service on Sunday mornings. And besides the singing, liturgy includes the words that we listen to and the words that we speak together on Sunday mornings. By way of the order of our service, what you'll find as you come Sunday after Sunday after Sunday is that it moves like a plot, kind of like a story. There's the background, which are the announcements. uh, And then there's this inciting incident, Each of us is called to uh, worship the divine, to celebrate love, to follow after the ways of Jesus. And so there's this call to worship, and then our service always crescendos at this table. We call it Eucharist, around which we gather and hear the words Sunday after Sunday, this is me for you. After reciting the Lord's Prayer, we sing the doxology, and at the end of every single service, we hear a benediction in which we hear these words, the Lord's face shines with joy because of you. Out into the world we go, only to come back week after week after week to rehearse again and again this story. When it comes to our liturgy, we work hard to ensure that it's inclusive, that our language is nonviolent, that it's full of beauty that invites you, our hope is, over and over and over again into the story of God, who is love, who is waking us all up day by day. And then there's our preaching. At Pearl, our sermons seek to engage the ancient stories, poems, and letters in the Bible with thoughtful and creative imagination that intends to rouse our wholeness as human beings. That's a big hope for the sermon. 
But the more electronically connected we are, the more quickly that we go from thing to thing to thing into ever increasing what seems to be isolation, I think the more beautiful the sermon becomes. Like, how often do we do this to sit together, to think together, to have our hearts and minds open and expand together? What a hushed and holy moment to share in together is this moment called the sermon. Over the next 12 months, our sermons will seek to celebrate the evolution of Christianity over the millennia. We're going to trace how Christianity has been changing and growing to be more inclusive and loving. We'll reflect on the meaning of our sacraments, baptism, and Eucharist. We'll consider the process through which we give birth to new life in the world as we follow Mary and her birth of Jesus. We'll ponder core Christian mysteries such as incarnation, atonement, resurrection, and trinity. Uh, later in the new year, we're going to follow the life of Moses and notice his utter humanity, uh, filled with ache and trouble and hope and possibility. And then we'll look to find the spirit of Christ in all that is good, even that which is non-Christian. It's our sincere hope that the sermons at Pearl create space for you to ponder the sacred. That's what we're hoping for. A space to consider the mystery and love of God, to slow down, time to think deeply. And it's our hope that these sermons inspire you to bountifully live as humans in this world. Uh, we have a ministry called Benevolence. Pearl's Benevolence Fund is intended to help bridge the gap when all other possibilities of help from family, friends, savings, or investments are no longer viable options. This fund is intended to be a one-time gift with no expectation of repayment. Our hope is that people at Pearl are able to know not just spiritual and relational care, but when they really get into a moment where they're struggling, uh, that Pearl could also be a place that tangibly and physically cares with meaningful support. And so if you find yourself in need this year, we'd love to hear from you and, and see what it is that we can do to support you as best as we can. Education. At Pearl, we encourage deep thought, honest questions, and a posture of humility. We believe that a willingness to grow is good, to rethink is human, and to enter more deeply into the mystery and complexity of life itself is central to our ongoing transformation. So over the next year, our educational events will provide a forum for exploring faith and culture and ideas with a focus beyond what we're able to cover on a Sunday morning. And so every other month we have a book discussion, and you're welcome to just sit in on those book discussions, even if you haven't read the books, but you're also encouraged to read them. Next month we'll be talking about Thich Nhat Hanh's book, No Death, No Fear, and we'll be thinking about these Buddhist uh, ways of being in relation to the way of Christ. And so if that's of interest to you, we'd love for you to participate in that. Once a quarter we hold what's called an educational evening. Uh, our upcoming offering is an opportunity to spitball Christian words and theologies. So we actually do a pretty good job, I think, over the course of a year of having good curriculum and content. But often when we're in those classes and in those offerings, people have other questions that just kind of pop up that would be kind of fun to, to follow, but we just don't really have the time for that. And so this is an opportunity for you to bring your questions, bring your Christian words, bring your theologies, and we'll just explore all of the rabbit trails for about 90 minutes and see what we might be able to learn together. Uh, next month, we're offering our six-week class, Reconstructing Christian Faith, which intends to help people rebuild nonviolent and coherent Christian faith. We're also going to offer this class again in the new year, but we'll offer it as a retreat out at the coast over a weekend. 
and we'd love for everybody who calls Pearl uh, at least once over the course of their time here to consider attending this course. It's, we found it to be really helpful for people. And then for the first time during the season of Lent, Ben and I are going to begin offering what we're going to call a catechesis class. It's going to be for 14-year-olds and up, and adults are warmly welcome and encouraged. And our hope here is to kind of build on top of the Reconstructing Christian Faith class by explaining and seeking to deepen into good Christian thought with conviction for life today. And you're warmly welcome to participate in that class if it's of interest to you. Uh, we have our podcasts. As many of you know, our sermons are available as podcasts, so you can subscribe to them on our website, or you can go to Apple Podcasts and subscribe. This is a great way to keep up on our sermons, even if you miss a Sunday. And then launching in October, we're going to be offering a new podcast titled Story and Table. I'm really excited about this. Uh, it intends to make important connections between the stories that we tell, in particular the Christian stories, the Christian stories that we tell, and the kinds of tables, the kinds of systems that these tables set up for us in life. We hope this podcast is something that can help not just you, but a lot of people out there in the world who are thinking about continuing to be Christian, but it has to be nonviolent and non-dominion. And we're hopeful that this podcast can, can support that important work not just in our lives, but out there in the world. So those are all of our pastoral offerings over this coming year. We're going to move to some congregational involvement. We'll start with Brian, who uh, directs our music. So I have two questions for you. Why do we sing in church? And my second question, what do we mean, and we say it all the time, what do we mean when we say to have lives that are animated by divine love? Well, what I've been thinking through as I've been thinking over those two questions, a, a really beautiful metaphor that comes to my mind that I really think answers both of those questions is a newborn baby in the middle of the night being held by, by its mom or by its dad and being rocked and cradled and being sung to. Music. It, is, it has this beautiful, mysterious ability to touch the deepest parts of who we are as humans. Um, and I think that's what's happening here on Sunday mornings when we sing. Um, and that's my prayer for us as a church. That's our prayer as a music team, as we prepare the music, as we get together and practice on Tuesday nights. Our prayer is that this church would feel like a newborn baby, held and cherished and sung to by the divine. Thanks. Good morning. I'm Beth Fry, and I coordinate the Connecting Ministry. And my children say I repeat myself. I'm going to do that again. Um, I often say I came to Pearl for the theology. I came hurting. I came needing to deconstruct. But I really have stayed for the community. I've stayed because I've gotten to know so many people here who have accepted me. And so it's my pleasure to tell you and my honor to tell you about how you can get that experience too if you don't have it already. And that's through what we do in connecting. Two things in particular. One is greeting before services and the second is what we're gonna do today, potluck. And there's so many people in this room who have participated in greeting but also especially in potluck. Um, when we sit down around a common table, I think it's, with all of us, it's an uncommon table. 
the open hearts that I've experienced here at Pearl over a meal, over um, the opportunity to sit down at a table and just talk have been life-changing for me, and I think that they are for you. I hope that you'll take the opportunity outside to maybe sign your name and then see how you can become more part of the Connecting Ministry. But I also want to say thank you for everybody who is here that has helped with the potluck. And that includes if you're going to go upstairs in a few minutes and eat, that's helping too. So thank you. Hi, I'm Heather Griffin. Um, I'm the preschool and toddler coordinator. So for our kids and youth, we go through um, our three themes of Pearl. Um, so mine is divine love. And my favorite part of what we do with the kids on Sunday morning is when we have our circle time, we usually read a book or sing a song. We talk about whatever we're talking about that week. But each kid gets to hold this pill if they want to. Um, and they squeeze it and I say, my daughter's name is Carson, so I say, Carson, Jesus loves you so much. And they, the just look of joy and wonder on their face makes my heart so happy. And I know that it would make your heart happy too. So please come and hang with our kiddos. Um, it's really all just about helping them feel the divine's love. So good. Um, I was going to agree. I help out with our elementary kids. My name is Drew Andrews. Um, getting to know Pearl's kids has been a major highlight of this community for me. And I genuinely think you'd all love it. Um, our vision for elementary services is to make space where kids can recognize and discover more about themselves and what makes them a special part of this community. Uh, we have a curriculum that teaches interdependence, self-awareness, respect for nature, stillness, forgiveness, prayer, meditation, integrity, radical inclusion, and experiencing God using the Bible, sacred texts, and wisdom stories from around the world. Um, we're very excited to work through these topics together and be a little silly on the way. Um, this year, again, I asked our kids uh, what they want in a volunteer, and uh, here's what they told me. This is just from this morning. <laughs> um, they want nice people. Uh, they want people who sing. <laughs> Not me. <laughs> uh, dads. Um, people who are good at helping with the little kids if they have a tantrum. Um, and then I was told doctors who can heal people if they, if they break a bone or get a scrape. And one kid actually said, if that happens, my dad's your guy. <laughs> So uh, you might think I don't know the Bible that well or kids aren't really what I'm used to, but that's great. These youngest members growing up in your church family deserve to get to know all of you. And uh, my husband is currently back there with them. Which is, my wife. That's right. Evidence that anyone can do it once a month. Hello, buckle up, here we go. My name is Kylie, I am the youth coordinator at Pearl. Um, Pearl Youth exists so that we can create a space for our youth to feel seen and to feel loved. We do that by having amazing events. So once a month we do something super fun. Uh, this month is laser tag, we've done Nintendo 64 night, we do gingerbread houses at Christmas, uh, many, many things. It's very fun. Um, we also have two retreats per year, so we have uh, a one-night camp out at the end of the summer, and then we also have a multiple-night beach house extravaganza um, on holiday weekend, so it's very fun. We also do camp now, which you heard me talk about at some point. It's amazing. We will continue to do that with other affirming churches in the area. Um, it really is an amazing opportunity to be working with the youth. We happen to have some incredible youth here at Pearl, um, so I would encourage all of you to come to the table, check it out, um, and talk to me because it is an opportunity. All right, thanks. 
Thanks, Kylie. My name is Ben. I'm one of the pastors here, and I'm in charge of our Sunday support roles. Uh, and this is a really beautiful opportunity of uh, helping make these services happen. Every Sunday, we try to extend a common table where everyone belongs. And this is quite a literal way of setting that table. Uh, we have different roles, like, for example, we have volunteers that bring the flowers during our ordinary time season. Uh, we have a space for volunteers to set up the Eucharist and to clean up afterwards. And that's just a, such a beautiful moment of, uh, you know, as you're preparing, knowing that this is setting the table for people to know that they belong here. Uh, we have our co-hosts. Co-hosts read the scriptures during the sermon and then also help serve Eucharist. And everyone is welcome to participate in that. We love as much as possible to have a lot of variety in who gets to do that. Uh, it's also a beautiful moment to be able to stand and, and hand someone Eucharist and say to them, uh, this is divine love for you. You belong. Uh, it's a very special role. Uh, and then we also, this year, for the first time, are going to be looking for people to help run the slides so that our liturgy can be seen and everyone can participate equally. Uh, so I'd love to talk to you more about participating in those ways on Sunday. And just two more. We have our home groups, which exist to cultivate our church's rhythm of common table. And so our hope is for anyone who calls Pearl home uh, to get into a home group. They are spread throughout the city, and so hopefully you can find one that's not too far from where you live. And we do ask for people who've been here for less than three months to hold off on getting into a home group. We found that because home group's such a commitment, you're committing to weekly three months. Uh, we found that if you're newer to Pearl, that there are better ways to get connected. Try out a connecting opportunity. Come to our potluck. Go to an educational offering. Uh, but then, and then once you know that Pearl is where you want to be, jump into a home group. Uh, but they are, we are having signups right now, and we would just love for those of you who call Pearl home to get into one. It's just a wonderful way to be connected and to feel supported and to offer support to other people in our community outside of Sunday mornings. And then finally, uh, we have our finances with all of these offerings and dreams in mind. Uh, at Pearl, we're really proud of our work. And all of the work that we provide is free of charge. It is available to all. We believe that it's good and meaningful work, especially for people who are needing to deconstruct violent Christianity and rebuild something that's more coherent and, and truly good for oneself. And this is free and available to all. And we believe that it is as many deconstruct and begin to reconstruct deeply necessary work in this world. And, and what we offer here at Pearl is free and available to all. And so Pearl Church is a non-denominational, non-profit community, which means, among other things, that for better or worse, we are on our own. <laughs> if, we, if we don't make it, a denomination doesn't jump in to help us. Uh, but those who support us can know that everything that they give goes to supporting the work that we're doing here at Pearl Church. We really need people who believe in what we're doing to uh, support us financially. Coming out of COVID, we were in a pretty big hole, to be honest. Uh, but thankfully, especially over the last year, many have either increased their monthly support or have begun giving monthly. And this is a real huge encouragement to us. Our hope, and I think this is probably the hope of every nonprofit, is that monthly giving and monthly spending eventually become the same amount. <laughs> that way, when people give big gifts or when we get all of our end-of-year giving gifts, all of that could go to not just helping us make budget for the year, but could begin to make space for us to dream about how we might broaden and deepen and increase the offerings that we provide here at Pearl Church. 
So uh, last month we were a few thousand dollars in the red and we really do need everyone who loves the work of Pearl to financially support us if you're able. And if you're new, I just want to tell you, we don't talk about this very often, uh, and please don't give until you know that you love what we're doing. Uh, but if you do love what we're doing, we really need you to be a part of supporting it so that we can continue to offer it as a free service available to all. And you can learn more about this uh, giving uh, on our website anytime you want to check it out. So that's where we're heading this next year. Lots of things, huh? Can we just give it up for all of our ministry leaders and core volunteers? I'm really grateful uh, for each of them. So at this time, what we're going to do is we're going to break into a brief ministry fair. It's just going to be for 15 minutes. You'll see a couple tables here. There are a handful of tables out in the lobby. And what we'd love for you to do is just to go to these various tables, meet some of our leaders. You're free to ask any questions. Each table has a clipboard. So if you do consider Pearl Home and you want to get more involved, uh, we're able to get your information and we will get you connected and you can start jumping into the things that you're interested in being a part of. Uh, we'd love for you to take this time to check those things out. There are also bathrooms if you need to use those. And then we will come back here in 15 minutes. We'll uh, corral everyone. You'll start to hear some music being played. Uh, we'll come back in and we will have our Eucharist. And then we'll head upstairs uh, for lunch together. And so at this time you're dismissed and we'll see you back here in about 15 minutes. We hope that this sermon inspired you to ponder the sacred, to consider the mystery and love of God, and to live bountifully. If you don't already support our work, will you begin today? You can donate easily and securely at our website, pearlchurch.org, or follow the link in the podcast notes. Thank you for partnering with us in expressing this sacred story.